Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. I hope that you are well, peaceful, and at least a little joyful in these times, which have been rather difficult for all of us, but we must never give up. And I often ask myself what it is that word called courage. Is it the ability to withstand great adversity or is it to face huge obstacles with determination and faith? And sometimes to fight for what we believe is the greatest courage. And yet sometimes also to walk away from a situation that brings us sadness and unhappiness takes even greater courage and it really depends on the situation and we must be gentle with ourselves regardless of what is going on around us the greatest courage comes from somewhere deep deep within us something that was installed in us I believe when we walked upon the earth when we were born and I think that these days you know maybe for some of us, the most courageous thing that we can do is to keep walking, to keep getting up, taking one step at a time. And slowly, slowly, the journey and the road before us will open up. We have this infinite power and this infinite light that is so bright and we cannot hide it any longer. The time has come for us to use this light for our own life, to elevate us to a higher frequency of being, and also to use it to help other people so that collectively we can become as one, not to be divided, but actually to work together as mankind together. And that is why I have this very lovely and very incredible guest today, because this is something that she does and she practices in her daily life. I have the very beautiful and incredible Deborah Fanella. She is a TV radio presenter, an actress and soprano singer. Her latest song, Shine Bright, which she did with the rapper JD, is also raising funds for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge charity called Heads Together. But that is not all that Deborah does. I find her absolutely fascinating, I have to say. And I'm going to talk to her for three days afterwards, for sure. Um, 
for sure. I'm not letting her go. No, no, no. She also does so many things for Mankind that are incredible, really. She not only is a fabulous singer, she is a Reiki master, a teacher, a holistic therapist, a meditation teacher, and that is just to name some of the few beautiful things that she does. One of the things that I really love is that she is also a soprano operatic contemporary singer, I hope I've got that right, and has worked in musicals and theatre and TV since childhood. She has dedicated her life to being of service to others and to empower people to believe in themselves. Absolutely incredible. And today, Deborah's going to take us on her journey and tell us about her life and her mission, really, on Earth. Welcome, Deborah. Welcome and good afternoon. And so lovely to talk to you this afternoon. And thank you so, so much for all your beautiful, kind words. I feel so humbled and so truly blessed as well. And so lovely to be interviewed by you today, Mimi, as well. So thank you so much for choosing me today. Really excited. <laughs> well, I'm very excited, actually. As I was reading well, it, you. I know, you know, that's like 1% of what you do, but you do some literally amazing work that really resonates with the work that I do and I know from my heart that I had to have you on the show because your light will definitely illuminate this podcast for sure. Oh thank you so so much as I say I, I do love just being of service really I'm a very spiritual person I have a very sort of deep connection with God and he's inspired me to believe in myself over the years um to sort of shine my light where it's needed all the way across the world uh, and help those in need um you know see the light when they've been in the dark um and also we saw their faith in themselves in humanity um and also faith within their life i, I think is really important uh, and we saw that faith in themselves that they can be whatever they want to be in this world um, they just got to learn to go on that pathway of love, to love oneself. And as you learn to love oneself, you can encourage others to love themselves too, to start that ripple of love all the way across the world, bringing hope and peace. And that is something that is so needed now, especially in these times, really. Now, Deborah, let's go back a little bit. And if you would like to share with myself and the listeners, where this all started, where this beautiful life mission started, and a little about your work. Okay, I suppose as ever since I was very little, I always had this very hypersensitivity, and I, I used to pick up on people's emotions and want to make people better when they were feeling sad. And I've always been very nurturing and very caring and compassionate and I love to sing as well I started singing from the age of three so I suppose it all sort of started you know from the age of three really mm. um, my mum was a singer my grandma was a singer also and I used to love singing and then when I was about seven my mum um, signed me up for Tuesday's child modeling agency and it was for not only just modeling it was also for tv as well and I was chosen out of 500 children because Jenny Wren, who sadly passed over now, but she started the modeling agency in 1977. 
the reason she chose me is because she loved my page boy haircut that my mum done. And Aww. she said she liked my little dolly dimples. <laughs> so <laughs> I was really excited that she chose me um, from the age of seven. So I suppose that's when my path really started opening up. And I'd go along to auditions for like TV. Um, and sometimes I get chosen. There's a lot of rejection in the casting sort of modeling TV industry. And mm. I got um, chosen for the front cover of Etch-A-Sketch. So I was really blessed to be on that and modeled also for Spirograph, I think it was, um, for MB Games. And my modeling career sort of took off for the first couple of years and also do my singing as well. And then my mum decided she wanted to move from up north in um, Lancashire, because we lived in um, Saley Bridge at the time, uh -huh. down south to Cambly in Surrey. So unfortunately the door then closed with the TV and the modelling, because mum said it was too far to travel, um, because I was one of four, and I was the youngest, and my mum was busy obviously then with my other siblings, and she didn't have the time to take me to London. So I decided to continue on the path of singing. And I used to love Kate Bush because she was very different. And I started learning Wuthering Heights. So what I used to do was I'd sing to my neighbors when they felt down. And I'd do all the actions when I was oh. nine, singing Wuthering Heights in the street. And my neighbors would sit on the actual wall outside my house and listen to me. And I got into musical theater at school. I joined the choir and really started then progressing with my singing. And I always had this dream from the age of nine that I would want to sing to the world in the hope to heal it, to heal those with broken hearts and broken minds. And I had this sort of like calling, I suppose you could say, in my heart that one day the opportunity would arise, but when the timing was right. So I continued then with the singing and um, studied opera for 10 years. I've done all my grades and I'm now a grade eight top soprano operatic contemporary singer. I did an introduction to songwriting. Also started to learn guitar as well. I did try piano, but my fingers were too little. So um, my singing, uh, she was also my singing teacher as well. And she said, Debbie, your hands are very tiny. Um, you need long fingers to play the piano. So unfortunately the door closed on that. So I discontinued with the singing. And once I'd done all my grades, she said, it's time for you to fly the nest now, which I was really sad because she believed in me and she boosted my confidence and supported me every step of the way. But she said, it's time for you to fly the nest and to sing to the world. So I suppose that's where the singing really started sort of taking off. I'd done the X Factor. Applied about seven times and got through to the third stage. I oh, think did three you? Times. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, and I also auditioned for The Voice twice. Um, I didn't get through on those two occasions. Um, I also did Britain's Got Talent. And I got through to, again, the third stage twice. And then I finally got to sing to Simon Cowell in 2016 um, with another rapper. And we sang Simon Cowell is God. <laughs> so I finally got my wish of singing to Simon Cow, and after 10 years of sort of like you know um going backwards and forwards to those auditions and my mum would keep saying I don't know how you do it you get knocked down and each time you go back and I say no mum I'm not going to give up I'm going to keep you know doing it and then next minute if you can imagine there in front of you Simon Cow, Anton Deck, Stephen Mulhern and everybody and you're singing Simon Cow is God um Simon loved it Amanda didn't like it very much bless her but um 
it, it was a bit surreal really. And then I redone X Factor through another casting agent because I went back into the casting sort of field about over 10 years ago when I rejoined the modeling agency because Jenny mm -hmm. came back into my life. And I'd always kept a photograph of me sitting on Father Christmas's lap. And at that particular time, going back in 1979, they did a charity thing for Newsround. Do you remember Newsround? No, I don't. Um, it was a TV sort of like news channel on BBC One and they were raising money for charity and my job was to go around all of the department stores and mm. sit on Santa Claus's lap. And they were raising money, I can't remember the charity back then, but I'd kept that particular photograph from my modelling days. And I realised Jenny had a website when I was like reflecting back over my childhood and I thought I'd just contact her out of the blue. So I did. And I had my own children at that stage. And mm. she said to me, oh my God. She said, I can't remember what happened last year. She said, but I remember you. She said, because my name was Debbie Finch back then. I mm -hmm. name. And she said, I've still got that photograph of you sitting on Santa Claus's lap. And I thought, gosh, I can't believe it. She's kept the same photograph. She got rid of all the other photos that she had, but she kept that one photograph. And she said to me at that point, are you going to come back and join us? you're going to come up to Savoy Hotel in London. So I did. And I rejoined the modeling agency and she said, you haven't changed. So that's when I got back on the casting world again, after my mum shutting the door when I was a child. Oh, and again, okay. on the casting world. Then at that stage, I was in my mid thirties. Um, and I joined up with her and then other casting agents and started doing the acting, um, musical theater, doing the singing as well. And then again, I rejoined um, an sorry, I re-auditioned again for the X Factor through the casting agent. So they knew that mm. I was a singer and they invited me along for a private audition. So I went off to London again and sang I Put a Spell on You by Annie Lennox. Oh yes, yeah. I, I sang yeah. that song and Gabriella, I always remember her name, she, she really liked me and she said, there's something about you I really like. So I sang the song and then she got me to sing Wuthering Heights. So to me, it was like a dream come true. I finally got to sing Wuthering Heights yes. um, to an X Factor producer and she loved it. So after that, they then invited me to Thames Television mm -hmm. and I had to go up there and I had to go through another free audition process. And they invited a guy from Sony and that's when I sung, I put a spell on you and I did all of the actions and I always remember it because it's only about a few years ago now. And he just, it was 2017 and his mouth was like wide open. He's like looking at me and the lady <laughs> next to him was laughing her head off. And it was almost like he was in a trance. He couldn't take his eyes off me as I'm saying, <laughs> I put a spell on you. And after I finished the song, he just looked at me and went, oh my God. He said, I could not take my eyes off of you. He said, Deborah, whatever you do, please do not change. He said, there's something about you. He said, I absolutely love that song. He said, it's a yes for me. So with that, I gave him a big hug and a lady, and I was jumping up and down. He was like really excited. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, that to me, that, that was a real compliment because he's from Sony Records. They're massive, aren't they, Sony? Yes. Um, and it really boosted my confidence because I'd had my confidence not quite a bit over the years from some singing teachers be quite nasty sometimes. Mm. Um, and you think, why are they being so critical and not very nice? So then, you know, I did find the right singing teacher eventually. You got me all through my grades and said, you've got a really beautiful voice there. 
um, you need to believe in yourself. And she restored my faith in myself. So when he said that, I found my confidence knocked. Um, with an opera singer, it boosted me back up again. And I got through to the third stage, but I didn't get back to sing Simon Cow. Um, but to me, it, it was just a real confidence boost. And I thought, right, what I really want to do now is to get signed by a record label. Hmm. And um, I had a, a friend who was very special to me. She was a clairvoyant medium. And um, she used to say to me, Deborah, you're going to sing to the world one day and I'm going to help you when I cross over. And she had Parkinson's disease. Oh. And she sadly died um, a couple of years ago. And I was so upset. And she used to say to me, you're going to sing to Simon Cowell. I see you in a red dress. You're on that stage. You're going on Britain's Got Talent. And she was right, because I sang to him in my bright red dress that I bought. Um, it's a chill ball gown in 2016 on that stage. Mm -hmm. And then when she crossed over, I had a friend called Gary Knight and he owns K-Dragon Records. And he'd mm -hmm. already approached me a couple of times because he'd heard me singing Wuthering Heights. I recorded it and he said, I want to sign you up. And I had another friend that wanted to sign me up as well. And I was like, oh, I'm new to this. I, I've not been with a record label before. I'm now ready, you know, but I'm still learning a lot about the music industry. And I was umming and ahhing and umming and ahhing. And I remember having a dream and my friend linked with me in the dream that had died. And she said to me clearly in the dream, Deborah, what are you doing? She said, I guided this guy to you for a reason. She said, why do you think he's called K Dragon Records? My name is K. Oh. <laughs> to me, that was a big wake up call. So no, soon she said that I signed up last year with Gary Knight and mm. um, I wrote my very first song, Homeless at Christmas. And that was in loving memory of a homeless guy when we was on holiday <clears throat> in 2018 in Hamburg. And it was really cold and it was snowing and he was out in the freezing cold in the shop doorway. And I always try and help the homeless wherever I can, really passionate. Because my mm. husband and, I and children were homeless when he came out in the RAF in 2001 for quite a few months. So I've been very passionate about helping the homeless. And, um, I, I, you know, my husband and I were handing out like McDonald's beef burgers and food to the homeless. But this particular morning when we went for a walk the guy was still there in his sleeping bag and there was police all the way around him and he died in the freezing cold oh. so i stopped for yeah. a second and i, I asked mm. god please may you take his spirit into the light and at that point i felt he went into the light so i decided to write a song how he felt being homeless living on the streets and all he wanted was to be loved and to have a place to call home at Christmas. So that's where Homeless at Christmas came. And it's quite a sad song. It makes me feel emotional even talking about it. And those that have heard the song, they will feel emotional. But at the very end of that song, because I was the angel that sent him into the light, God called him home. And he was no longer alone because in that light, all his loved ones were waiting. And he finally went home for Christmas. And Gary oh. and produced that song for me mm. um unfortunately didn't go into the charts the 14th of december so I only raised 12 pound 50 um but i'm going to launch it a lot earlier this year because it was my first release so we're going to relaunch it and do a music video and then um also with shine bright a lot of people suffer with mental health i've got family members that have suffered with mental health and still do you know i went through a stage of suffering with mental health from things that i've gone through in life and I'm always very passionate about helping people, 
you, you know, to, to see the light, basically, um, you know, and restore faith and hope that things can get better when you're in the dark. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. So that's where Shine Bright was launched. I had this calling from God and he sort of came to me again um, saying that I need to write this song to help those that suffer mental health. And the record label said, I'll link you up with a rapper he signed with our label. So I said to um, JD, I, I really want to do a mental health charity song. And he said, great, so do I, because I've battled with mental health. And I said, I know it needs to be called Shine Bright, See the Light. And I've already wrote the chorus to that song. So um, when I said to JD about it and how I wanted the core and um, the backing track done, he got his producer to do the backing track. And he said, right, do you mind if I write my lyrics? I said, that's fine. So he recorded his version of his life and everything that he went through with his battle of mental health in the dark. And then I come in in the chorus as his angel in the light and saying to him, shine bright, see the light, step out the dark into the light. As I wake up in the morning, as the sun is dawning, thoughts in my head, time to get out of bed, shine bright, see the light, step out the dark into the light. And basically the meaning of that means that when you wake up in the morning and the minute your mind starts thinking, sometimes people go into a negative thought process. Oh gosh, I've got to go work today or I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Mm. And the negative thought process starts. So when you think of that song, the minute you wake up, especially now with the sunlight coming in, shine bright, see the light, and, and, you know, and that light bulb moment in your head, shine bright, see the light, step out of the dark into the light as I wake up in the morning, as the sun is dawning, thoughts in my head, time to get out of bed, shine bright, see the light, step out of the dark into the light. So it becomes like a mantra. Uh, positive mm. affirmation so those that suffer mental health they start reciting this and all of a sudden they start feeling a bit more positive in themselves and I think that was God's purpose and especially what's going on with the COVID you know obviously God knew this was going to happen on the earth plane and the, the fact that it, it you know was produced and released on the 22nd of May during that pivotal time when people were scared of what was happening globally feeling in the dark fear you know a, a world of illusion caused by mass confusion that song then comes in and i always look at it as a message from god because you've got jack telling his story me coming in as the angel saying that and then at the end of the song it says all around the world we hear see the light in our ear cosmic sounds within this sphere step out the dark into the light we hear so again it, it just tells the, the poignant message step out of the dark into the light. And as you're in the light, you, be, you realize that we're all one, we're all interconnected, everything is energy, everything is consciousness. But as you see that light, you, you see hope within that light. And mm. you, you feel mm. that peace within that light, that love within that light, which restores your faith. Um, so I felt really blessed to be able to write that song. And then I said to God and the angels, okay, I've done this song now, it's now released. It came out the 22nd of May into the, the UK charts for Heads Together, which is Duke and Duchess of Cambridge charity. And I chose that charity because they do amazing work. It's a new charity, they've been going two years. So I sent them a letter explaining all about the song. And at the time they couldn't get involved because of COVID. So they told me to contact their actual charity themselves on the website. Unfortunately, I'm not heard as yet, but I hope eventually I may get replied because it took a couple of months for the Duke and Duchess to get back to me. But in the meantime, the song is out there. So I just hope it 
just restores faith and helps people shift their thought pro you know, um, process. And the new song that comes out um, on the 17th of July that I've just wrote, um, and Agent Square Wave, he's done the actual backing and he does lots of trance music. It's a dance song and it's called mm. I Am Strong, I Do Belong In This World. And it's all about when you get knocked down and you feel that you don't have a sense that you belong in this world. Mm. But then all of a sudden you get back up and you grew strong and you realize that I do belong in this world and I do have that sense of belonging. So that's the next message with the song that's coming out in this world after seeing the light and shining bright. You do belong in this world and you can be anything you want to be in this world. No matter how many times you get knocked down, get back up. And each time you'll get stronger and stronger and stronger and things do get better. So that's my next song. And then the song from that is going to be another sort of global song all about we are all one. You know, um, we are all interconnected. Peace is the answer, um, you know, to create more harmony within this world and more love as well. And not the divide, um, you know, within the world that's taken place at the moment, you know, with the riots in London and racism and things like that. It is realising let's support one another, you know, peace is the answer and love uh, and light. So that's going to be the next message. And also lights, camera, action is another song I'm working on as well so lots of interesting things happening at the moment and feel really blessed and excited that finally now um the doors opened where i can sing to the world uh, and heal those that i'm able to heal and hopefully they like my music and it helps them along the way it's a very noble work deborah and it is something that we are all craving for is this yes. healing and yet the healing that is so relevant and that is so needed now. How did you come to this great passion to know that this was your vocation and your calling in life to do this? I, I think as a child, going back to, like I said earlier, being very sensitive as a child, I've always believed in angels. I've seen angels. Um, I do believe in the afterlife. Um, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. And I do believe in spirit guides and that, you know, you, your soul is eternal. There is no mm -hmm. beginning. There is no end because this journey of life never ends. And, you know, when the physical body dies, you know, your spirit lives on. Um, just like Jesus as he resurrected, you know, I, um, I work a lot with Jesus when I do my Reiki healing. So mm -hmm. I've been a Reiki master for many years now and a teacher. Um, I suppose it's going on now for about 12 years. I've been a Reiki master. It's a long time and I teach meditation. And I suppose being a Reiki master, you could call me a Buddhist because we do follow the Buddhism teachings. Um, mm. And again, it's all about peace and harmony because Reiki originated from the Tibetan monks thousands of years ago and was refounded back in the 1800s by Dr. Makao Yusi, um, who then you know, created the formula and the Reiki symbols. So I studied all of that. And it also helped me to sort of deepen my connection on a spiritual level because I've studied a lot with the mind and I help a lot of people understand their own minds and the thought process. It only takes 21 days to reprogram your belief system from negative back to positive. Um, I do work a, a lot with emotional freedom technique as well. Um, I love that. We had a lady on um, 
a few episodes back. And that's one of my favourite therapies, actually, emotional freedom techniques. Oh, I yes. love it. Have you heard of Margarita Voryaboff? She's Australian and she's got um, a YouTube channel. And for the listeners, all her videos are free and she's got 250 videos on there to help you shift your thought process from negative back to positive and sound healing. Because she works with sound healing. Um, I mean, I work with um, oh, yes. singing bowls as well. I saw so that. Sound healing and chakra balancing and mm. I work a lot with crystals with my clients as well as Reiki um you know because i'm hypersensitive i can see what's out of alignment between the mind the body and the spirit and sound an incredible gift. it mm. is you know mm. um i've always had the gift of healing since a child people often say you, you've got a very calming voice um you're a good listener and i always feel better when i come and see you and talk to you and mm. you give me hope and i do a lot of positive um sort of affirmations with clients i get them to do visualization boards of what they want to achieve in their lives and help them take necessary steps through the law of attraction to manifest these things as well because I, I very much into sort of like astronomy really and law of attraction and what you send out does come back to you so be careful what you wish for so i'm always very careful what i'm sending yes. out as well <laughs> Um, I'm always praying for peace, love and harmony within this world um, on a daily basis as well. And also for Mother Earth as she goes through these changing times too. So um, I suppose I'm very open to change. Every day is different. And at the moment, we're very much in the here and now, in the present moment, and live in the here and now. And being grounded in the present moment since COVID and focusing what is important. And a lot of people now are realising not to live in order to work um you know work in order to live sorry um but they're living i'm just trying to think right way around yeah a lot of people live in order to work don't they but it's it's work yes. in order to live so mm. it's getting the balance there you know time for work time for you time for your family time for your partner but with covid it has reminded us all to start looking after ourselves taking better care of our health focusing on what is more important beyond the material world which is love and our families and also reconnecting with our communities and our neighbours uh, and being there for one another and the acts of kindness and compassion and thinking of one another. And it's been so lovely with the COVID seeing that rainbow of light going all the way across the world with the NHS and the key workers and in people's windows and sharing that rainbow. So th there's been a lot of positives that have come out um from covid but it's been very sad all of those that have lost their lives you know and i've sent lots of healing and prayers and continue even now um and all of the key workers that do amazing work that have been on the front lines so i've got family members that work in hospitals and um also my husband's a key worker because he's a fireman so he's been working all the way through it as mm. well so we are really blessed and i've done care work i've done you know in the past until I have done a shoulder injury, so I can't do it now. And I've got metal rods in my back, so I can't do the lifting anymore. So mm -hmm. I, I use my natural talents in other ways to continue to help people on a daily basis. And that's all we can do, um, you know, is help one another to shine bright. And that's something that we should not shy away from also, because you talk about uh, that you do sound healing, Deborah. And it's something that I'm fascinated with. And sound is about frequency, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. And I have discovered, I don't know, you probably know about these a lot. These, you know, the tuning forks that yes. you use. 
okay. So I had a foot injury last year and I went to my osteopath and she had this tuning fork and I didn't know what she was doing with it. And she said, look, I'm, going, I'm just going to check your foot. And I said, what are you checking? And she said, I just want to see if there's something that's cracked or whatever. As she put this tuning fork on my foot, my foot started to vibrate. And I said, does that mean I've got a crack? You know, what is this? And she said, no, your foot is responding to the sound. Yes, it does. And within two or three days, the pain had gone and I bought a set of tuning forks. Well, did you? Congratulations. I I did. I did. Thank you. I bought a set of tuning forks and I thought, you know, there is something in this because I do, you know, with my work, like with yourself, I'm very much into vibration and vibrational medicine. So it's something that I use and I believe in. And I bought these tuning forks, Deborah, and they are actually magnificent. Because what i've done i don't know if you've ever done this have you got have um, you got any tuning forks? Do you know what? there's one thing i haven't worked with as yet you know i've had gong right. healing and i've got a friend who works with the gongs mm. and she's got many of them and i, I love sound healing because obviously with opera i mean when you sing opera you yes. can anticipate a cancer cell within seconds mm. um of singing opera but also your chakra system is you know musical notes from a to g so when you work with crystal bowls they mm. are tuned to the vibrational fre- frequency of each of your chakra systems from A to G as well. So it will shift the emotional blockage on a deep cellular level. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Yes. And I started to investigate this. So I started reading and talking to people that did this type of work. And they explained to me that every single cell in our body is vibrational. Yes, But is. not only that, each vertebrae in the back corresponds obviously to something within our body an organ within our body and it actually makes music yes and you can hear it so when I started to play around literally with these forks I started to hear where my pain was And I started to do it with people last year and I was working in my practice and I was doing this and I could actually hear it and they could feel the difference that the notes changed. And it's so exciting, isn't it? When you see that transformation, because my clients, they come in and they look very worldly weary or very emotional and then they go out and it's almost like they look 10 years younger because they've shifted all that negative energy and it's shift their, you Mm. know, vibrational frequency and their consciousness. And again, it's like stepping out in the dark into the light, isn't it? That's where they find that peace is restore the balance in the mind and the body and the spirit. And it's this equilibrium that exists within us. In effect, it's, you know, like the spirit level that you have. It has to be in balance before before the fluid rests in its place. And I wonder, Deborah, tell me, you know, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Do you think that's how the soul is? That there has to be this balance also in the environment that we surround ourselves so that the soul can get this balance? Yes, I do. Because, I mean, if you look at like, you know, like attracts like. So if you look at your Mm. pathway and everyone that's in your life at this moment in time, Mm. they will be on the same 
or similar vibrational frequency as you um, in their belief structure. And they will resonate something that resonates within you. And that's why you're naturally drawn to each other. It's like when they say people come into your life a reason, a season or a lifetime. Yes. Okay? And, and when it's time for them to be removed from your path, they would do or say something to upset you, signaling your growth and the fact you've learned that lesson on a soul level and they will upset you uh, in order for you to close the door and move on to the next phase of your journey. Um, and then, you, you know, obviously those that are, are there for a lifetime, they will come in and out of your life. I mean, I've got friends that, you know, I've been best friends with since I was seven and mm. it's a whole family. And they're like, I call them my soul family because, you know, I, I don't always see them, but I see them a couple of times each year. But whenever I see these friends and they're very special to me and they accept me for who I am and they're very spiritual themselves as well. Um, it's like we saw each other yesterday and we've got that connection so that's like your lifetime friends that always be there you know in the season sometimes if you're going through a difficult um situation in your life the angels and god will guide someone in your path that is walking exactly the same path as you going through exactly the same thing and they have come in for you to support each other and once you, you you've gone forward and learned the lessons more often than not that person then will go on their path and you go off on your path and that's what tends to happen as well so again we never stop learning we're continually learning on the earth plane and we learn how to do things and how not to do things um on a daily basis as well so i always call the earth plane the big school of life yes the adventure now you mentioned this it a is. few times Deborah, yes, the earth an and every day is a blessing isn't mm. it you know for these times of change with the ascension with the earth and the fifth dimension and the third dimension the old way of doing things now has changed and people are seeing the light and they're changing the way that they've lived their lives and they're starting to do things differently um but by doing that we're bringing things back into balance it's like during covid when we was on complete lockdown Mm. The ozone layer on the earth healed. It, you know, mm. Mother Earth healed, even in like Venice, the, you know, canal was clear. And you, you saw that massive transformation taking place from all the pollution upon the earth. It rejuvenated itself, didn't it? And, and now things are sort of easing as we're coming out of lockdown very slowly. Um, it'd be interesting to see if people will continue to respect the earth and continue with these changes in a positive way and not go back to the old ways of doing things and disrespecting the earth and the planet as well and also stopping pollution um you know because it's really important that we do keep protecting the ozone layer and that's where my mission is as a humanitarian um you know to teach others and lead a positive way forwards um you know to, to protect the earth as well but that begins with us, because unless we can yeah. respect ourselves, Deborah, and unless we can, you know, it's pointless now me stopping using hairsprays if I'm not going to respect myself, because I've missed the point of the lesson. Yeah. If I, you know, look at what I'm eating, you know, what I'm putting into my body, what I'm putting into my mind, what I'm putting in to all spheres of myself then and only then i think we can bring about a permanent change because everything else otherwise is momentary in that way it, it is it, it somehow sadly maybe some people won't agree but 
it becomes like a fashionable thing, you know, let's save the earth. And, um, but no one really understands what that means. Because no, it's but that's where we a, come as teachers, don't we? You know, we yes. can only lead through a positive example of our lives. Absolutely. In the hope that mm. we will encourage others to do the same. Mm. Um, so all we can do is plant the seed and, and empower and encourage others. And as you do, it's the ripple effects. Because as people see the changes within you and the good that you're doing, it inspires them to do the same. Uh, and that's where social media is fantastic because you see a lot of people shining bright and inspiring others to shine bright and believe in themselves and support one another. Um, I mean, I do get involved in supporting a lot of charities as well, just obviously being humanitarian and also mm. Panache Global Entertainment. Um, I recently got two awards with those guys through Princess Peace in Autumn. Uh, special recognition for you know my devotion to humanity but also um, in the music industry as well and Princess Peace she does amazing work she's a humanitarian as well and she recognizes those um, you know that do all this inspirational work to make the world a better place I mean she's a nurse herself as well uh, and I feel very blessed now to be part of Panache Global Entertainment because they shine bright uh, and they reward those that are shining bright. And there's so many people out there that are, are recognising people more so now than maybe going back 10 years ago. A lot of people weren't being recognised for the work that they're doing, but they're now being rewarded and saying, thank you. You know, you are appreciated. We do appreciate what you do. And it's not necessarily getting loads of awards, but just having that one person. I mean, I've never won an award before in my life, apart from when I got my singing um, certificates and also passing um, my hairdressing qualifications, level one and two, and also doing um, exams at school. Um, so to me, to get those two awards, I just felt so humbled and so blessed, but I looked at it as God saying to me, thank you so much for dedicating your whole life to being of service to humanity, um, to make a difference in this world. And I felt very humbled that Princess Peace blessed me with those. Mm -hmm. And she asked mm -hmm. me to sing God Save Our Gracious Queen and open up the awards um in november last year so to to me i i just felt very humbled uh, and i thank god and the angels and princess peace said to me she said god asked me to ask you to sing um so i did and now she's asked me to be part of panace global entertainment and help organize the events which hopefully they can do it this year if not it'd be next year um so i've been supporting those but also anti-bullying charities my friend anthony james mattox i interviewed him today in my little live stream tv show in the hot seat with deborah Fenella, giving people the platform to shine bright and he's a tn sufferer and he suffers from trigeminal neuralgia and he almost died in 2012 from blood clot on the brain but he's still here today and he dedicates his life as humanitarian and he does music videos supports many charities and he's another humanitarian and so humble. And even today, when I interviewed him today and said, I know we're still looking for a cure for trigeminal neuralgia, which he told me today has been around since 400 BC. Mm -hmm. um, and still even now, a lot of people are unaware of it, but they're more aware of COVID. Yeah, that's been aware a lot longer. But he said to me, in my heart of hearts, if they do find a cure and just can heal as many people as possible, um, I would be humbled, but he didn't think of himself. And I said, but what about you? He said, well, all I want is the other people to be healed. I said, but also you are worthy of being healed as well. Um, but again, he's another selfless person. He, he just wants to make a difference and put a smile on people's faces through his videos as well. So there's so many people 
that are bright stars in the world and like what you do Mimi you do amazing work as well you know you're a true inspiration to the world and you shine bright and you empower encourage everyone that crosses your path to do the same so I think that the more of us that continue to do this it makes the world a better place and restores more faith in humanity that there is so many people that are emanating love to this world um, and a reminder to stop emanating fear and anger and hate to this world because peace is the answer. We are all yeah. one and all lives matter. Absolutely. And I'd like to ask you on that note, Deborah, about you mentioned this physical and earthly plane. And I know also that you know about the other planes of existence. And that's something that I've heard a lot about, the 5G. Is it the 5G or the fifth dimension or what um, is it five, actually? Well, well, 5G is um, actually linked to the phone lines. It's the um, internet connection. But there's something about that that I heard. That that um, is there's on another level. There's a lot going on about the 5G planetary that it will affect the pollution yes. upon the Earth mm. um, with the 5G. But the fifth dimension is actually, actually linked to the resonance of the heart vibrational frequency mm. and the fifth dimension consciousness, which goes back to the teachings of Jesus uh, and being centered in our hearts and stepping out of the illusion of fear within our heads. So a lot of people are waking up, the blindfolds are being removed upon the earth now and they're realizing that fear is just an illusion, it's not real. If you feel the fear and just step through it, you realize it's just an illusion. If you step into your heart, there's nothing more powerful than unconditional love, which is pure and phenomenal, which is heavenly. And I first experienced that when I gave birth to my son um, 21 years ago and I almost died after giving birth to him. And I was actually stepping out of my physical body after when I was in hospital and going through the corridor. And next minute I'm in a, a tunnel of white light and there was my grandparents calling me. And I said to my grandma, where am I? Have I died? And she said, no, not yet. She said, you do realize it's not your time. She said, you've got to go back. Your family needs you, but you've got a big job to do on the earth. And at that point, she literally turned me around because I didn't want to go because the feeling of peace and unconditional love, it was just so beautiful. And I could see my grandparents so vividly. Um, and the next minute, I remember waking up and there's a nurse leaning over me, panicking, because my heart stopped. And she said, thank God you've come back. She said, I thought you were dead. I said, I think I did. I said, but it's not my time. I've come back. And that's when I realized how powerful unconditional love is. And the afterlife does exist because I actually saw my grandparents. And I got to go on this morning in... I think it was just trying to think now 2007 I think it was or 2008 and they flew over Dr Sam and he specializes near death experiences and they flew me from America and mm -hmm. I got interviewed um by Philip Schofield and Ruth at the time talking about my near death experience and when I was giving birth to my son I could see him coming down the birth canal and me out of my physical body looking down on him coming through the birth canal with my grandma and all I could hear is if you can imagine look who's talking and the screaming in the background mm. I hear somebody saying to me push slow and easy gas and easy gas and easy gas and easy 
um, and seeing my son coming down that birth canal. And then the next minute I'm jolting back into my body and I'm shaking. I couldn't stop shaking for half an hour um, where I just jolted back in, but I lost a lot of blood then and had to have blood transfusion. I was very poorly and my body was very weak. And that's when I had the near death experience literally the next night after giving birth. Um, so when I talked about that experience, Dr. Sam, he had been specializing, investigating it for many years and he's very well known and I'd never heard of him until that point. So that's when mm. I realized that, you know, that I had been given a second chance. And then I had another dream when I was on burnout and I was constantly helping everybody. And my medium friend said to me, if you don't stop over giving, mm. the realms of spirit are going to take you and you're going to die before your time. And I said, no, they won't. And she said, yes, they will. They're saying you've got to look after yourself. And I had a dream this particular night and it's quite scary. And I was standing in my own grave and there was all these people at my funeral and I, I could see the, my grave going into the ground. And I, I was there with my loved ones in spirit and it really scared me. And that was a big wake up call again. I've got to change my ways. I've got to start looking after my physical body. And at that time I was in that hospital seven times in seven years, um, operation after operation where I was just overgiving um, because I, I just genuinely wanted to help people. So I had to then start learning to look after my own health um, from 2012 and I had metal rods put in my back and shoulder surgery. So I was in that hospital four times then. So I, I look after myself a lot better now where I, you know, try and take more mm. rest when I need it yeah. and waking myself and meditation um and not overwork now uh, like i used to back then because i could be working morning noon and night trying to help people um to the detriment of myself so i found the more of the balance now um and obviously my singing is really good because it does balance your chakra system and it rejuvenates your energies and it releases tension negative energy as well so i find i'm a lot more healthy now which is you know and a lot more at peace i suppose because i am giving myself time off to relax and not feeling guilty anymore um, because you, you can still relax from time to time. And by doing that, you're teaching others, yes, be of service, but not to detriment yourself. Look after you too. And as you look after yourself and nurture yourself, you teach others to do the same. And when you're not at your best, you're no good to anybody. But when you're at your best, you can help a lot more people. So I, I've learned that over the years as well. Um, after being of service to my detriment myself, to take better care of myself and quite often people say I don't look my age I'm 50 this year but in my mind I'm 27 so I think <laughs> I, I'm, I've got the balance now finally um you know and I suppose working on my own mindset after everything that I've gone through and my hardship times and turn it from negative into positive um and not giving up um hopefully I can inspire others because my life has not been easy I've gone through many dark times myself and been tested many times but each time I've seen that light at the end of the tunnel because the angels have shown me it and my faith in God and the angels and Jesus as well and also being a Reiki master has helped me to never give up and you know that's what my mum says inspires you know her about me she says you never give up no matter what life throws at you you pick yourself back up you dust yourself down and you keep going um and she says you've got that strength within your character and it's you know i suppose everything that i've gone through in my life has helped me to become the person i am today and i'm quite a humble down-to-earth person and i just like you know in helping inspiring other people and using my natural talents to help people um and shine and fight myself which is my mission um to shine my light 
it's a wonderful mission, I have to say. And it really does inspire because as we were talking about earlier, it, it's a rarity. But it doesn't have to be, does it, Deborah? It doesn't have to be a rarity. To no, it how, how, what advice and how do we find that light within, would you say? I think sometimes it's looking in that mirror of truth and looking at yourself. Mm. And quite often, you know, people look in the mirror and the ego will come in. And, you know, that's when people will start self-sabotaging. I mean, I've gone through that myself and had to learn to love myself because, you know, if your mother doesn't love herself, she cannot teach you to love yourself. And then you cannot teach your children to love themselves. And I had to learn to love myself because I was very different within my family, um, mm. you know, which I did learn. And I've taught my children, you know, everything that I've learned, I've passed on to my own children to implement in their lives, which they do. So my advice is to anyone that looks in the mirror, you know, take off the blindfold, you know, see yourself through a different lens and see yourself through love not through ego, you know, we, we all have lumps and bumps, you know, some of us have a few extra pounds than others, but, you know, see beyond that, see your inner radiant, beautiful light within you, within your heart, you know, beauty starts within your heart, it's not always on the outside, it starts from within you, and as you learn to love within you, and accept your uniqueness, and it is okay to be different in this world, I mean, I never aspire to be like anybody. I'm just me, um, mm. you know, and I think a lot of people, they have people they look up to and they're inspired by them and they wish were more like them. But be unique. It's OK to be different, you know, um, accept your good points and your bad points and know you can work on those bad points. But be the change that you want to be uh, and you can be anything you want to be in this world. Um, but learn to love you. That's the first and most important thing. As you learn to love you, you learn to respect you, you learn to value you, you learn to take good care of you, and you learn to accept you. Because your primary relationship is with you first before anybody else. And as a wise friend often used to say to me, well, I'm very sensitive, I used to worry what people thought and became a people pleaser mm -hmm. many years ago. And she used to say to me, Deborah, it doesn't matter what people think of you. What they think of you is none of your business. It's their issue. She said, it's what you think of yourself that's important. And they're very wise words. And I often recite those to my own clients. You know, mm. because like Paul McKenna says, when people are judging you secretly, they're really inspired by you and wish you're more like you. They are judging you to bring you down to their level to make them feel better about themselves. But, you know, everyone in the world do judge. but Instead of judging a book by its cover, open that cover, read the contents, get to know that person. Don't necessarily listen to what everyone else thinks that person because so-and-so said. Mm. Get to know that person for yourself. You know, in order to understand another first, you've got to walk a mile in their shoes. So when people are angry or off-center or prickly, what's happened in their life that's got them to that stage that they become that person? Yes, what has happened? We were I was talking to another guest the other day and she said, what is the pain of that person that exactly. is actually now giving that pain to you? What yes. is it that happened uh, in their life that gave them so much pain that they haven't healed from it? So therefore, yes. now they're sharing that pain. And in a way, it's 
a cry for help it a is. cry for healing for you know please look at me understand me i need help and it's not so easy to ask for help always it's not and, and especially for those that hurt you i mean i i, I forgive everybody my mum often sort of says to me you're so forgiving and you know like i say to my mom when you forgive somebody it's not condoning what they've done is right but you're forgiving and releasing the emotional pain and trauma they caused you in the first place so you're setting yourself free but you're also learning forgiveness because when you don't forgive people it eats away at you inside and the only person that's hurting is you mm. um you know so as you learn to forgive you set yourself free and acceptance and observing the lesson that person's taught you because we all learn from one another as i said earlier and we never stop learning and all we can do is pave a positive way forwards and if we pray for those that are in darkness or going through difficult times or wish to inflict harm on another mm. you get a lot of brownie points from upstairs a lot of brownie points how's the world going to change if you don't pray for those that are in the dark that need that healing uh, you know and prayers every prayer is heard it doesn't matter whether you're religious whether you're a reiki master all prayers are heard anyone can pray you don't have to go to church to pray you can pray before you go into bed you can pray in the morning you can pray anywhere you, you know and anyone can send that healing prayer all you do is you send out positive thoughts for that person and ask you know either their loved ones or the realms of spirit or the angels or their spirit guides or reiki masters or jesus or god whoever you know whatever religion they believe in or whatever faith just by saying that one prayer that prayer does get heard and it does of it many a times in my life when i've prayed or i've done healing on people and when the angels are around they leave me white feathers i've had white feathers coming through the ceiling of my home into the palm of my hands now how does that happen uh, if there isn't angels i've seen an angel light up my doorway when i was at the lowest point in my life um, mm. you know, manifest into the physical. So, you know, angels are very much around us and they walk amongst us in the physical as well, not just in the realms of spirit. Um, angels do exist. It's just opening up your belief structure and ste stepping out that world of illusion, expanding your mind uh, um, to see beyond what you've been seeing originally. Does that make sense? A lot of people yes, it does. are it afraid does. to see because of fear, because they've been preconditioned to act a certain way, to behave a certain way. Uh, and they are limiting themselves through their belief structure. Whereas if you expand your minds, like in meditation, you begin to see. And even with meditation, if you take yourself off into a, a place that makes you feel safe or a place that you visit, a beautiful beach or a holiday or in the countryside, and just envisage that in your mind's eye and see yourself in that place or even connecting with a loved one in spirit a special memory you had with them you know you can find that peace or just sat on that beach listen to the sound of the oceans you can find that be that peace within or listen to music music's very therapeutic and every song tells a story but it's healing you can find that peace listen to the rustling of the trees you can find that peace listen to the birds singing there is peace always around us but sometimes our lives get too congested in the material world. Um, it, you know, we get caught up in that hamster wheel. So it's breathing mm -hmm. in life and embracing each day with ease and seeing your life through a different lens and change those aspects of your life that you are not working for you anymore and accept what's dying and step into the new. It is okay to embrace change. 
and change is perpetual. It's the one thing that is constant in this world, isn't it? it? It's, nothing stays different. the same. No, it doesn't. Everything is different. Everything is change, changes all the time. And I love change and I love manifesting change. I mean, my life's like a game of chess. Uh, you know, I'm constantly planning my next move. Um, you know, and my family joke about it. And they say, now what are you up to? And I say, I'm just going off on film set in London or I'm doing in the hot seat today. I'm doing my random moments back on film set again. Oh, I'm going on stage today, you know, and they, they do laugh about it. And they sort of say to me, you know, I, I just love seeing what you're up to next. And I call them my random moments. But to me, you know, it's part of the journey. I never knew who I'm going to meet on the train up to London or the coach up to London mm. or when I'm on film set who mm. I'm going to get chatting to. There's been times someone's had a, a, a pain in their back and I've given them Reiki healing. Well, I, I've been on my break on film set. Um, so you never know who you're going to meet if I'm entering like singing competitions. I mean, there's been times when I've gone to Britain's Got Talent or X Factor, I'm giving people vocal training lessons. You know, if you can help people, it, it's just reconnecting with each other, listening to one another and, and help one another and be kind. That's so important, just be kind. Just be kind. And do you think, Deborah? It's because you have caught that fleeting glimpse of life. I, I think so. I mean, I, mm. as I say, some people draw into the glitz and glamour. Mm. Um, with me, I, I more of the simple things in life. I just like, you know, I love my random moments, obviously, on film sex. I like the buzz when you go up to London. It's exciting. Mm. Um, but I, I suppose I'm very much a country girl, really. I love the countryside. I love nature. Um, I love Mother Earth. I love the animal kingdom. Uh, you know, I've got three cats myself. I do love animals and I don't know how anyone can be cruel to animals. Um, so I'm a bit softy there, really. Um, but I suppose I'm quite grounded as a person and humble, really. And you need to be grounded. I think it is OK to fly with the angels, but we also belong. Part of us belongs to the earth. We do, so, we are here in the physical, and it's so important that we choose to be here now on earth at this moment in time um, and be grounded. And I'm very grounded with everything that I do in my life, um, you know, in the physical world too. And opening ourselves, opening our heart, as you say, the heart chakra that plays a huge part in these ever changing times, as for humanity and all the other worlds. Of existence because I don't believe for one second that we are the only existence there are so many other worlds out there that are um, intertwining which is so true and it's all about compassion isn't it mm. compassion is mm. the key to empathy but as you expand your heart you find that your health improves because mm. you're more happy within yourself but again happiness is contagious you know, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. When you're laughing, the whole world smiles with you. It's that ripple effect. So, again, mm -hmm. getting back to what we are resonating out into this world. Are we resonating positive, you know, energy? Are we resonating negative mm -hmm. energy? Um, so it's just being aware of where we are in our lives and what's happening for us at this moment in time. And that light bulb, light switch moment, thinking, right, I've been a bit negative. Now I need to be positive and you know, pick myself up, dust myself down and change mm. things that are not working in my life anymore um, and find that inner strength. And if I need that extra strength, ask for it from, you know, the realms of spirit or the angels to give you that strength mm. Mm. Um, because there is always help available or your friends and your family um, to give you that strength if they are supportive. Obviously, not everyone is from a loving, supportive family, 
um, that's where you then call upon your friends because you know your friends love you for who you are and they, they nine times out of ten will support you um, and believe in you as well so it's, it's all about supporting one another isn't it you, you know working together as one as a team um, and that community spirit and seeing really that we are more alike than we think that we well, all yeah. share the same sadnesses the same tears do, the same yeah. joys mm -hmm. and it's a time for unity it is it's all about unity hmm. but also when you go for those hardship times you hmm. learn more lessons than you do when you go for the good times but when you go for those real low times in your life yeah. you appreciate the good times far much more when they do come yes. because you know like the, the sort of will of life so to speak or you know um you know will fortune card as they would sort of like say but you know i look at it as fate personally fate takes a good hand sometimes things aren't necessarily going your way but when they're not going your way what are you learning at that moment in time but just as you learn that lesson you get rewarded something good happens mm. and i mm. found that many times in my life um you know and i've had to fight quite a lot in my life to get where i am today uh, and that fight is never to give up um you know and no matter what's thrown at you, good or bad, you know, to continue to try and be a good person uh, and, you know, be kind to one another and not keep being angry with everybody all the time. You know, seek help, seek advice if you need to healing or counselling. Um, you know, don't suffer in silence if you're unhappy within or you're going through a difficult time or domestic violence or you know, mental abuse, there's always help available, you know, and as you heal yourself then you, you'll find that peace within and then you can change your life for the better where you can be happy once again. I think so many people suffer in silence because they're afraid. They're yes. afraid to ask for help. They look at it as a sign of weakness. It takes a strong person to ask for help. I never used to ask for help. And uh, I used to get told many a times, you know, why struggle when you can ask for help? You, mm. you know, mm. you're afraid for help. We send people in to help you. Why aren't you accepting their help? When mm. you do something good for somebody, you incur good karma. When you block somebody doing something good for you, you're blocking them getting good karma. So when yes. you realize, thank you so much that you want to help me. I'm so mm. eternally grateful. And then that person goes away. They feel good about themselves because they've done a good deed, haven't they? Mm. So it's, again, going back to the acts of kindness, isn't it? Or the random act of kindness. Which um, begins with ourselves which begins with ourselves again. So it's gratitude, always being grateful. And, you know, I'm very grateful for where I am in my life. I'm very grateful I'm 50 this year. You know, I can't believe I'm 50 this year, but I'm grateful for my experiences. I'm grateful for everyone in my life and where I am in my life. I'm grateful for my family and my beautiful granddaughter that we have been blessed with um, three weeks ago, Adelaide Hope, and she is- a Congratulations, I can't believe Thank you're a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I say, it's, it's just really exciting and it's like mm -hmm. a whole new new lease of life in our family you know my daughter giving birth three weeks ago to Adelaide and she said Adelaide means a beautiful blessing and she said she is a beautiful blessing to me and she said I don't know what to call her middle name I said how about hope I said because she's bringing hope to you in your life and everything that you've gone through mm -hmm. and um that's her name Adelaide hope and she, she, beautiful she's, going to be a blessing in this world and I, I know just looking at her little spirit that she's got a heart of gold and she's going to help my daughter and my son-in-law to be um bless her and, and I think she's going to put a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces 
um, for her lifetime as well. So it's, it's just beautiful, isn't it? You know, life is precious. We've only got today, the present moment. So embrace each day with ease and know if you're going through that difficult time, things can get better, but please ask for help if you need it. Don't suffer in silence that, you know, extends into weeks and months and years that you get stuck and paralyzed in that pain. Um, you don't need to be, there is help available. And that's so important with mental health, I think, personally. And begin now, because and the sooner now. that we begin, the yes. sooner that we can get the help yes. and to be gentle and kind to ourselves, to give yes. ourselves the time to heal this time of, yes. you know, regeneration of the earth. Now, as we come to a close, Deborah, what advice, you know, would you give to the listeners out there who are feeling desperate, who may be feeling out of sorts and in difficult situations, or just to anyone really who is our companion here on earth that can give them hope for a better I life? Think, I think anyone that's going through a real dark time at this moment in time, the first thing is to identify that pain that you are in. That is very important because you have to be honest with yourself. What is making you feel so down in the first place? Sometimes it is a chemical imbalance, obviously, with people. Um, but sometimes it can be a past trauma, a past traumatic event that's happened in their life, maybe through their childhood, um, you know, or in their teens or in their adult life. So the first thing is to pinpoint that problem. Mm -hmm. And as you pinpoint that problem, you can identify it. And once you identify it, you then can accept that you need help. And once you accept that you need help, is taking those necessary steps to find that help. Like Heads Together, you can contact that charity um, that we're obviously raising money for through our charities on Shine Bright. Heads Together, you can contact them any moment um, during the day or at night. You know, you, they've got numbers on there. And they also worked linked with Mind and Calm. You've got the Salvation Army. They do amazing work. You can contact them at any moment in time. But don't suffer in silence. Talk to somebody that you trust. Because when you're going through a real dark time, you don't want everyone knowing your business. You want to know that you've got that one friend or that one family member or that one counselor or healer or, you know, confident that you know that you can trust, that you can bear your soul when you're feeling the most lowest and your most vulnerable, that you can trust. And right. that is so important. And then that person will then give you the steps to help yourself. Now, again, like I said to you, Reiki healing is really good. It's helped me so many times in my life, emotional freedom technique. Um, you've got the likes of Paul McKenna. Hypnosis is fantastic as well. There's many alternative therapies that can help you, including acupuncture, which I've tried as well. Sound healing is, is you know, very powerful too. Meditation. Um, it depends on which path you want to go down in order to that path of well-being. Yes. And that's where the spiritual path really helped me because it helped me to understand who I was and my purpose and why I'm here and what I should be doing but also to look after myself. And if I'm not my best, I can't help others. So it's that pathway to discovering you. And as you discover you and break down the old paradigm of the past that's been imposed to you from your parents, your teachers and elders, and reprogramming your belief structure and by deleting all of those bad memories, which does take time, you mm. then can re-input positive 
memories of the future that are about to come as you let that past go. Because when you're paralyzed in that past, nothing changes. But when you realize that that past you cannot change, but you can change today, the here and now and the present moment, mm. that's when you realize that light bulb is switched on and you're now in that light and devise a plan. And that's where I find doing visualization boards are really good. And I do one every single year and I will put on there everything I want to manifest during that year through the law of the universe and law of attraction. And I will thank the universe for manifesting it. And we all have dreams. It doesn't matter who you are. We all have dreams. We all have inspirations. Think what makes you feel happy. What do you aspire to be? What would you like to do? And find that one thing that makes your heart expand, that you start to think, yes, I feel excited again. And to me, it was my singing. That was a new lease of life for me as a child and all through my life when I'm down, I sing. And that makes me feel happy. And if you find that one thing that makes you feel happy, you'll see the light, but seek help. But if you need counseling, go for counseling. If you need healing, go for healing. Do a journal. If those have hurt you in the past, write them a letter, let them know how they made you feel and then burn it. You don't have to give it to them, just burn it if you don't want to tell mm. them how they made you feel. But sometimes having a good heart to heart can actually salvage a relationship rather than wreck it. But only if that person's ready to see the light of change and to apologize and to make things different, to make amends. If they don't, that's when you have to realize it's time to maybe close that door on that person. If they're making you, you know, lose yourself and your identity and lose respect for yourself and self-worth and self-love because they're not valuing you. So you have to pinpoint that initial root cause of why you're unhappy, basically. But when it's a chemical imbalance within the brain, that's when obviously the doctors can help you with medication as well. Um, mm. But seek professional help. If you're going to go and see somebody who is a healer, um, my advice is to go through recommendation, a friend or a family member that's been to see that person. I mean, everyone that comes to me is through recommendation. I've regular clients been coming to me for years and their families do. And I only work on that basis. Um, so, you know, do your research with the people and make sure, you know, that, that they've got certification as well. Um, you know, that they are who they say that they are, that you're going to feel safe in their company. That's really important too. But, you know, find something that you love, do what you love and walk on that new pathway of love. And as you find that love within you, you will find that peace and become whole once again. What beautiful advice that is. Thank Simply you. beautiful. Thank you. That is such a beautiful advice, Deborah. Well, and you know it really resonates i have to say and i had this tingling because it you know when something feels deeply coming from somebody's heart and soul you yes. absolutely know it you know there's oh, you. even you know no need for words in in fact it's simply something that is a soul connection so thank you very much for that you know oh, thank you so so much and it's been so lovely talking to you today and thank you so much for the opportunity but as I say, you know, wherever you are welcome. in the world, you, you know, see your inner light, see your inner beauty, and don't be afraid to shine your light, shine bright to this world. And know you can be anything that you want to be in this world, but learn to love yourself. Beautiful. Now, Deborah, where can people get hold of you and look at your things and get involved? And if they need your help, 
what's the best places that they can look at the things that you do you're involved in well, if I put my name on um, the internet, um, Deborah Fenella, um, it will come up. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm an actress. So I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram with In the Hot Seat with Deborah Fenella. Um, that mm-hmm. page is on Instagram. My, um, one of my colleagues who works with me are, are on In the Hot Seat, he set it up. Um, on Facebook, I've got In the Hot Seat with Deborah Fenella. I've got Deborah Fenella singer-songwriter page and hot opera. Um, is my other um, operatic page and mm-hmm. I've got Fenella which is my um, TV radio presenter and acting page you can find me on there as well I'm on YouTube in the hot seat with Deborah Fenella and also um, some of my songs are on there as well or you can email me on in the hot seat tv show at gmail.com or Deborah Fenella at gmail.com and contact me that way as well and I'm also Wonderful. on LinkedIn as well Okay, so what about um, people that want, do you do private practice as well with all the therapies? Yes, we do. Yes, if they contact me on my private email address, which is deborahfenella at gmail.com. And I I help people all over the world. I can do it via Skype, via telephone. Um, You know, I've been helping a gentleman who's actually in Thailand. Um, He was living in Portugal and he flew over and um, I did some work with him over three days and he felt so much different. And then he went over to Thailand and done a couple of more sessions and he's finally moved on now and um, he's found new love because he's healed himself and he's mm. settled down now and he's really happy. Um, you know, and I've got many sort of cases like that all over the world where I've helped people, not only in the UK. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, I can help you basically. And people are free to contact you and um, you can make the connection together. Yes, Wonderful. And I'm also on Spotify um, with my songs, Deborah Fenella, um, Deezer, Google Play, Apple Music, iTunes and Amazon Music as well. So if you tap in Deborah Fenella, you'll mm-hmm. see my song on there, Shine Bright, Homeless at Christmas and I'm Strong, I Do Belong will be um, released on the 17th of July, as I say, into the UK Canada and USA music charts and all um, media platforms as well. I wish you all the very best with that and I'm sure you're going to do really well you know and um, it's been a pleasure really and such an eye-opener as well and a heart opener to talk to you Deborah because you are a very very wise lady and I would like to encourage all of you out there wherever you are my dear beautiful listeners to contact Deborah because she has a lot of very wise and very compassionate and loving things to say but also I'm sure she can help you in many ways oh thank you so so much Mimi bless you and God bless you and all you're doing keep shining bright yes you too you too Deborah and come again I will do and God bless all of your listeners as well thank you so much for listening today and Soak up the beautiful sunshine and shine bright. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Deborah Vanella. Intriguing lady with so many stories to tell and helping mankind in such a lovely way. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, have faith, don't lose hope, and we can pray for better times for sure.
Take care and lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music, and inspirational work, take a look at her website, www.miminovic.co.uk.